Hi, you're listening to 48 Minutes, and this is Tim Kittrow from NBA Jam. Ooh, boom, shakalaka. All right, Sean, so we are back for 48 minutes. I know we're a little later this week than expected. Um, I know we're normally the Wednesday slot, but... At large, bit ended up not happening this week. We had some crazy scheduling. Um, my life has been insane, as we know, and um, it's gonna be insane next week too. So, bear with us, folks. Bear with us. Yeah, this is Tim's only off day this week. So yeah. this is this has been kind of a wild week. This is what happens when you when you get credentialed at three schools. <laughs> yeah, but, I but, know. but but we're not here to talk about those schools today. We're here. This is the we're talk we're talking the WCW. Of basketball, where the big boys play. We're talking about the NBA. <laughs> That's so, like the best line in our five years of doing this show that you've ever used. Well, let's let's do it. Let's talk about the big boys. We are. So, a little housekeeping before we get into everything. Uh, shot callers is for sure going to happen on Sunday. Uh, we're going to record Sunday, get up Monday. But the week after that, while I am in Charleston, South Carolina, you're going to hear Shot Callers Slide Slide Show. I haven't told you about this yet. You're uh. You're going to be excited for this one. Go on. They've decided to name a show Ben and Josh have called The List. Not to be confused with Chris Jericho, two wrestling puns in one minute of recording. Sure. Um, where they want to do the top 10 players of each franchise. Oh, very nice. And, yeah. So the first one, you'll appreciate this. Yeah. The Chicago Bulls. Okay. So they're going to. We know who one and two are. So what's the next eight? Well, obviously, Andres Nocioni. Yes. Um, Bill Wayne Wade. Bill Winnington, Jason Caffey. <laughs> Will Perdue, because you know how much I love Will Perdue on Will podcasts. Will Perdue. Yes. Yeah. List could go on. Uh, John Starks. <laughs> how could I forget Ben Wallace being a bull? Come on. Ben, ben Wallace. Well, Ben Wallace was more uh, notable than a lot of other guys that, that came to to Chicago. Yes, that's true. So let's go ahead and we'll get started with this show actually in the Central Division. So see that little, little huh? Yeah? Bulls? Central Division? Yeah. No? Not digging it? No. Okay. So <laughs> I at least appreciate your honesty, Sean. You know, no. I've always appreciated that about you. <laughs> so I want to start this show with talking about the Indiana Pacers. Yeah. Now, people were like, Tim, it's the Pacers, right? Unless you're Ben Brown, um, who works on this network, who is our good friend. Shout out to Ben Brown. But the Indiana Pacers, who had a little bit of a slow start, you know, things weren't going their way at first, have turned into a four-game win streak. They currently yeah. stand at six in the East. Um, they have had the dubs over Orlando, Oklahoma City, who they put the breaks on yeah the detroit pistons and the washington the, wizards the washington wizards so my friend we had high expectations for this team going into the year it's one of the few teams we've gotten right so far yeah with like the lakers and clippers um what do you think about this run for the pacers it seems like the pieces are coming together um there's been reports of victor oladipo is finally getting some full some full practice time yeah so he's finally getting his conditioning in. They said he's running and he's doing some different things. Um, how do you feel about the Pacers in this run? Do you feel like we're starting to see what we expected this team to be? Uh, yeah, yeah. And um, 
I'd also like to say that the uh, the Bucks made a huge mistake. Yes. Huge mistake. Malcolm Brogdon letting him go. They should have won. I don't know why they didn't want to pay the tax. If you have the greatest player in the world and you need somebody, you need a good, you know, you need a good team to surround that guy. Uh, don't let someone like Malcolm Brogdon go away. Uh, especially Agreed. someone who was so, like, just detrimental to them, like, the whole season and the playoffs, everything, everything. But this guy's averaging 20 points a game right now, five rebounds, and eight assists. So... And the shooting I, numbers are nice, too. Shooting numbers, yeah. Yeah, he, I mean, he looks great out there. Uh, Sabonis, they gave him they gave him some cash. Psst, that's already paying off. It is. 19 a game, nine or th- 19 a game and 13 rebounds a game. Jesus Christ. Yeah, they are he's just, been awesome. Uh, the TJ Warren acquisition, also looking good, averaging 18 points a game. I mean, this is a fun team. Uh, Miles Turner has kind of leveled off here, 14 and 6. That is still good. Um, even Doug McDermott's getting a little action. Eight points a game, two rebounds. I mean, like, he's, I mean, this is not... This is not a bad little team going right now. Um, what do you think is the biggest key to the success of this team right now? Now we're not getting too excited. They're six in the East, second in the Central right now, but uh, things are looking up, and they've got—I mean—they and they don't even have their best player. I think what really jumps out to me the most, Sean, when I look at this team, is it seems like yeah, we're talking about a team that doesn't have old deep, but like you said, they don't have their best player. It looks like this team found their rotation. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. Because at one point Edmund Sumner, who don't be wrong, that's my guy, was like getting the most minutes off the bench for the team. But now you're looking like Justin Holiday's getting about twenty three and a half off the bench. Um, let me try to see who else we got here. Doug McDermott's getting twenty point six off the bench. Jakar Sampson is getting twenty point three. Uh, Goga's getting about eighteen. He's played about six games so far, so he's kind of making his battle back. But TJ McConnell. Right now, is shooting forty-eight and a half percent from the floor. He is shooting. Let me find this three-point numbers real quick. I just had it up, and of course, my computer did that thing it always does. Thanks, guys. Um, he's not shooting any threes. Okay, take that back on TJ McConnell. But anyway, TJ McConnell's <laughs> playing well. Um, TJ Leaf is playing well. You already mentioned TJ Warren. The three TJs are making. What are T- the T-shirts? Do we have T- the T-shirts yet? TJ City. Yeah, TJ City. <laughs> <laughs> what are the TJ t-shirts give me the TJ t-shirts guys yeah. I need this but I like this team I think that I, I mean I like them a lot going into the year I'm confident in this team uh, I'm not saying NBA title contenders I'm not saying Eastern Conference final contenders for that matter but Nate McMillan seems like he's getting a lot out of this team right now and we obviously know that they're a piece away that piece being Victor Oladipo so it's when he comes back when you cut back what are you going to do? But for now, I really like how they found like their rotation. They found their additional guys off the bench to go with their starters to support them. And I'm, I'm excited to see what else happens with this team. I am too. I am too. And I'm hoping the addition of Oladipo back into this squad is not going to be a problem. Like right. some, sometimes, you know, you know, you, you, your your best player goes out, the other guys figure it out, and then you reinsert that person, and things aren't quite the same. Um, but uh, Malcolm Brogdon, man, he's uh, he's living up to that contract. And like I said, the the Bucks made a huge mistake by letting him walk. Um, he's the numbers he's putting up. I mean, he's he's legitimately putting up like all star like numbers right now. This this is not bad at all. No, no, I agree. I think. Um... 
Like I don't have necessarily have an issue with the Bucks not matching it. It's why I do. I do. I do. One hundred percent. I know you do. There's no, there's there's no reason they should. If you're competing and you are in a a uh, not not a huge NBA market and you have the best player on the planet, you go ahead and you pay the tax. You go ahead because you don't know how many more seasons you're going to have with Giannis Antetokounmpo. You don't. No, I don't have an issue with you saying that whatsoever. Okay. My issue comes from. Okay, they probably saw the money he was getting. They probably went, eh. Yeah, so I don't like I said, I don't have an issue with that necessarily because it's a it's it's a it's a hefty price. My issue is what you didn't have a backup plan. My issue is you're like, okay, well we got George Hill and we have Eric Bledsoe. And Eric Bledsoe was nice to the playoffs when he stunk out loud. And that's where my issue is, was the Bucks didn't have like that that point guard in mind of like, okay, we're gonna lose Brogdon. Who can we get ready? Can we get Dante DiVincenzo ready. Now, can we get, not just saying this because he's in front of the program, Pat Connaughton ready. You know, Pat's more of a combo guard, but um, kind of more of a wing. But my point in general is they didn't have someone else ready to take over for that Malcolm Brogdon role. They thought Eric Bledsoe and George Hill could be the guys that do it. They signed George Hill to an extension. And they have kind of, as the Bucks have been good. They haven't been what we want them to be just yet. But the point guard play has kind of stunk out loud. Yeah, absolutely, and this is definitely a team that's gonna. You would think would would look to make a trade midseason, but I I don't know who you you give up. I don't know. I, they're kind of like backed up against a wall at this point because I don't I don't know how you improve this team from how it was last year. You know, I mean, if you would have just kind of went forward with the team you had last year, um, you know, uh, you could have built on that a little bit. You know, it's a lot of teams that you know. You know, they, they, they don't get there, they don't get there, they get there. You know, the Pistons, the Bulls, you know, any team that's had to go through that together, that adversity, it, to get over the hump with the whole group is really something. And it's like this group, I feel like, didn't really have that chance. They let a few of the pieces fall through the cracks. And now, I mean, not to say that they're not doing well still. I mean, they're third in the East right now, and I think they've won five of the last six. So, uh, but anyways, uh, you know, I... I just I don't know if I'll ever forgive him for that though. So if you guys haven't caught on yet, Sean loves Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the most Captain Obvious statement you've ever, <laughs> ever made. <laughs> I, I didn't know if you guys noticed. I figured I would just go ahead and lay it out there, yeah. just in case you couldn't tell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, the fact that Chris Middleton hurts, it hurts, sucks for them. It does, man, but we get to watch Antetokounmpo do the whole thing. He gets to do the whole thing. <laughs> Was that any different? No, no, but he, he gets to do more of it, so, you know. <laughs> he gets to do more of the whole thing. He, he has, to like, do 95% more of, the thing. of the pie, but now he has about 98.2% of it. Like, I mean, here's the thing about Giannis. Like, Giannis gets a touch on every possession. Mm-hmm. On every possession, whether it's the board the assist or the points like he always i mean he's he's incorporated into almost every possession that's on the floor when he's playing yeah it's crazy i, I know and then you know i do think the bucks are gonna try to make a trade what i don't know um but time will tell so but yes this topic was the pacers we're not gonna <laughs> i know it's, it's hard to talk about the pacers people okay we said nice things about them we're excited about what they can be we're excited about the bucks so let's go ahead and go to the next topic, and that is the defending NBA champion Toronto Raptors. Yeah. Also having a nice year so far. 
Yeah. Um, just got a nice win. Only the second team this year to beat the Lakers, the other one being the Clippers. Solid. Shout out. Um, and they are currently sitting at 7-3. and three. They're fifth in the East, but it's like a convoluted thing. So they obviously are in action this week with Portland and Dallas. But picked up some nice wins. Did have that loss against the Bucks. Um, did get the win against Sacramento. Did beat New Orleans, and then got the win against the Lakers. Lost to lost to the Clippers, though. Yeah, and quite a bad game that night, and yeah. still the Clippers won. Yeah, and that's without Paul George, who comes back this week. Ooh. Um, yes, Ooh. <laughs> pray for the NBA. Ooh. Ooh. So I'm scared. Here's the thing about the Raptors that really jumps out to me when I look at them is obviously Pascal Siakam is really really good at the NBA basketball thing. I think he knows what he's doing out there. Um, Obviously, you know, championship pedigree, guys like Marcus Saul who just did this. But Kyle Lowry's hurt, and they've kind of been better without him. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that's – I mean, <laughs> that is what it is. I mean, they have a great bench regardless. Yes, they do. Ojean so, Anobi's finally playing well. Well, he just needed – he just needed a, a small forward to leave, so <laughs> that was that was all. I mean, we were, we were waiting for him to progress last year. There was just no time for him to progress last year. They had like one of the best players on the planet on their team last year. Um, Fred Van Fleet, uh, awesome, love yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, love Fred Van Fleet. Thirty eight percent from three. God, he's he is he's a wonderful player. Um, this is a team that won a championship last year. Um, they lost one big piece, um, but all the other pieces are pretty much intact. So, Fred VanVleet's putting up fifteen and eight right, sixteen and eight right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and he he put on a hell of a show in the finals last year. So yeah, he did. I, I mean, he's got to build off that. You know, I think that's huge. Um, I don't, I don't really know where the Raptors go from here. I mean, uh, I know uh, Abaka's out right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so. I mean, their ceiling is this. This team's ceiling isn't super high, unless Siakam takes another step. I mean, he's definitely taken a step this year. He looks fantastic, but he's gonna have to take another step to to elevate this team even more. Um, and you know, Marcus All, he's a year older. You know, that, there's that as well. So, um, I don't see the, I don't see this team having a high ceiling right now, unless t- they unless they move some 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 pieces around. I was just about to say, I think they're like a five-game losing streak away from blowing it up. Um, One five-game losing streak <laughs> will will be enough to break up Jurassic Park. It might make it a lost world. <laughs> oh, ah. Sean Mackey's on a roll tonight. Ah. But I'm looking at their bench, and don't be wrong, this isn't to discredit how well they've played of late because they have played well. And like these guys, not guys. They don't have a lot of guys playing a lot of games. So, Norman. So these are the guys that have played ten games so far, and they've they're obviously played in ten. Van Vliet, Siakam, OG Ananobi, Marcus Saul, Norman Powell, and Terrence Davis. Serge Ibaka's hurt. He's played eight games. Kyle Lowry's hurt. He's played eight games. But like Rondé Hollis Jefferson's played three. Yeah. Patrick McCall's played two. Stanley Johnson's played four. Obvious, obvious reasons. Um, Chris Boucher has played eight. So, not only is this team really not getting a ton from after their first six or seven, they're kind of an old team. The youngest guy on the team right now is OG Ananobi at 22. Stanley Johnson's 23. Terrence Davis is 22. 
But from there, it's like 24 and up, which is not really old, but in NBA terms, kind of. Um, you know, Marcus Saul obviously being 35. You know, Kyle Lowry obviously being 33. Serge Ibaka being 30. Serge Ibaka is only 30? Yeah. Only. Bas- basically extinct. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know. I think that the you know it's nice to see them playing well in the bounce back, and everyone has kind of written them off, us included. But I am not for certain how long this lasts. No, I think uh, this is gonna. I mean, we knew this was gonna be a transitional period. I mean, they they threw at all the chips last year. They got the chip with the dip. <laughs> Fucking Drake. <laughs> And, uh, and they, I mean, I mean, they did everything they could, but it's, it was a, it was a one-year deal, you know, everything was a one-year deal last year. And this, this is not a team that is going to progress much the way that it is currently intact. Um, I, I would be willing to bet that a few of the younger pieces might be moved for, for, you know, other, other acquisitions that they could get in that could, they could help the team. I mean, is Fred Van Vliet going to be the? Is he going to be the future point guard of this team? I mean, Lowry is—he's got one more year. He's got his thank you contract, but is he going to be the man after this with Pascal Siakam? Are they going to be? Is this? Is this going to be like the duo? I hope not, because that's woof nozzles. I'm not. I'm not super high on that duo right now. I'm just no. saying. No, you're right. Like I, I don't know. Like, not to say that Pascal Siakam is not a great player. He is. He's he's like a budding no, superstar. That's, that's the guy you build around. I'm totally cool with that. That yeah. it makes a ton of sense. The but, way the NBA is played now, he fits what that what is the best player on a team. Yeah, yeah, and you know, uh, Abaka. You know, he's a year old. Like you said, he's only thirty. Feels like it's, he's got to be way older than that. Yeah, but, it definitely uh, does. Gasol's Gasol's over thirty, so you know this is a team that's like you said. I think I think I think you're onto something. I think a five game streak might break the spirit <laughs> of this team. <laughs> it I might. Just, I don't know what they do to make them because you know it's well known. Masai Ujiri is like, I want to blow this mf'er up so bad. Yeah, but it's like it's like they go on these little streaks and stuff, and then you're like, right. well, let's see how we can do. But then at that point. You're probably going to get complacent because you're probably not going to win a playoff series. Doesn't it kind of feel like like not this? this it's kind of the same tone. Okay. Doesn't Masai Ujiri kind of feel like the manager and like the owner of the team in Major League, where she's like, <laughs> "If we keep losing, I can move the team to Miami." Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> I don't think he's he's. <laughs> I don't think he has those kind of plans. But I'm sure no. I'm sure deep down inside he's like just like ready to to blow it up. He probably is because, especially, I mean, and they could have done it over the summer, you know, after they they, but it was like, you know, Kawhi won the title, and well, well, Kawhi didn't commit to the Clippers until like late, so like everybody was waiting. He was like the last chip to fall, and then you know the Paul George trade happened. I mean, that was it. I mean, that was the end of free agency. So everybody was on pins and needles, just kind of waiting for him to do something, and he did. And by the time that happened. Everybody just scrambled. The, the last little bits of, of of good in the NBA scrambled to get whatever they could, and that was that was the end of free agency this year. Yeah, so, so basically in context, the Lakers and the Raptors text Kawhi, you up, and he left them unread. 
Oh. Is that, what, is that how the young kids put it? <laughs> I like that. Yeah. The young kids. <laughs> yes. We're, we're 30 and above now, the two of us, so yeah. we can say the young kids. I think that's fair. Sure, sure. Yeah, I, you know, you know, I... I was around during the the early internet with Napster and Audio <laughs> Galaxy. I'm gonna be telling my grandkids stories about Bear about, share, man. About, Bear share. about about downloading songs that took you know 45 minutes on a 56k modem, <laughs> or my favorite story about my friend whose parents had a had the internet and anytime he was trying to download a song his mom would come home and turn on the microwave and <laughs> turn off their internets and he would have to beg her mom please don't make the baked potatoes please i'm so close to getting this rancid song so close and she'd she'd go ahead and turn it on sure enough and disconnect the internet so i, I didn't those believe are, those your story are, until are, you said rancid and then i went okay yeah you're just like you're like you're like i didn't believe it. it's a true story it's a true story but that that is how old man I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be, yes. Not talking about the days of Tracy McGrady. You're gonna talk about Napster. I'm gonna talk about Napster. I have a Napster T-shirt in the back of my closet, actually, that my mother purchased for me in New York, and like I thought that was like the coolest thing in the world. I was like, and I wore that everywhere. <laughs> so to put in hindsight, as we move to our next topic, <laughs> Miles Bridges just dunked all over Jonas Valanciunas, and that's what we feel like the Raptors are gonna end up being. So next topic. Next topic. Let's talk about the Houston Rockets because they're on also on a four-game win streak. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to be honest. I'm not as high on this win streak as I am on the Indiana Pacers one. So they've played well for a little while now. So since they lost to the Bucks on the 24th of October, they beat New Orleans by three. They beat Oklahoma City by four. They had that insane game with the Wizards. That was the final was 159 to 158. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, I'm actually going to read these scores off, actually. Let's, let me let me just go back, because this tells the story. So they beat New Orleans on the 26th of October, 126-123. to 123. They get 123 points. They beat Oklahoma City, 116-112. to 112. They beat Washington, 159-158. to 158. And everyone's like, you know, James Harden, he showed 59 points in that game. He's had 33 freaking shots. Oof. They go to Brooklyn. They lose 123 to 116. They go to Miami. They get beat bad 129 to 100. But since then, they go to Memphis. They win 107 100. They beat Golden State 129 112. They go to Chicago. They win 117 to 94. And then they go to New Orleans, and they win 122-116. to 116. Now, Sean, I just listed the teams they're on a four-game win streak against. All those teams are not good at basketball. <laughs> Currently, yes. yes. The, the Warriors and the Bulls are the worst. That's weird to say. Um, is there going to be a team this season that is going to... I think they're per- my new Warriors. I think I hate the Rockets. I... I... Well... Is there going to be a team this year that's going to be able to keep them under 100? No, but are they going to be able to keep anyone under 100 either besides the Bulls? No, I mean, they, they, they haven't been able to keep anybody 100. Let's see here. They haven't been able to keep anyone under 120. Besides the Bulls, they are the only one. I'm sorry, and, and like the Clippers. The and yeah, the Clippers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I do like how Westbrook has fit into this. Um, I think he's kind of been, like, the shining star. I know Harden, like I said, had a 59-point game, but... 
We talked about it on our show last week. I think at one point he was shooting 22 or 23% from three. Yowzus. Um, but I don't know, man. I Harden's insane right now, though. I mean, this is... Yeah, this, he's this, awesome. I mean, I mean, <laughs> it's absurd. He's averaging 37 points a game, five rebounds, eight assists, and about a steal and a half. I mean, like, he's doing everything he can, and we're, like, still like, eh. Oh, um. <laughs> You're like, we're, we're telling ourselves old man stories like, Tracy McGrady would beat his ass. <laughs> <laughs> he'd, he'd, hold, he'd hold him to 31. <laughs> like the, those are the old man stories me and you like to tell each other. But like, James James Harden is one of the greatest scorers of our time. Like, Yeah, I he's, mean, he's, he's the best sorry. offensive player in the game right I, now. I do like Russell Westbrook a lot more than I like Chris Paul on this team. I do too. Um, he's uh, he's you know he's playing a little bit off the ball, averaging once again almost a triple double. Not quite, but close. Uh, Clint Capella, thirteen and eleven right now. Um, Eric Gordon, I know he's going to be out for a few weeks. Yeah, that, uh, that part sucks for them. Yeah, he's going to be out, and that's going to suck because I don't absolutely love their bench. You mean you don't love Nene and Ryan Anderson and Tyson Chandler and Gary Clark? No way! Is Nene still on this team? According to NBA.com. I'm, I'm not seeing him anywhere on the on the actual stats here. He's probably like the Udonis Haslam where he's in uniform, but like, yeah. that's it. I have no. There's. I'm showing no stats for Nene on here, so I I don't I don't know. <laughs> we just assume he's there. Tyson Chandler is definitely there, but then they've got Tabo Cephalosha, Ryan Anderson, who's a broken man, Ben McLemore, who's never been anything, Austin, Austin Rivers. Rivers. Aust- Austin Rivers is, is not a bad backup. He's not the worst. And PJ- yeah, he's he's not as shitty as people make him out to be. No, he's not. And I like P.J. Tucker, but like, sure. this is not a great bench. I mean, their fourth best player right now is Daniel House Jr. Yeah, and obviously, you know, like you mentioned, Eric Gordon's out. Gerald Green's out for the year, but like Isaiah Hardenstein just got called up from the G League. He's not good enough to be on this roster. On this roster? On this bench? Well, they're not. You know, really? Maybe he's not. Maybe he's not what Mike, Mike D'Antoni needs right now. So I don't. He's the hero he wants, but he doesn't deserve. Doesn't deserve. <laughs> yeah, I. I like this team, like you said. Come for basketball, stay for pop culture references. They've been, <laughs> we're full of them today. Um, this is a team that is beating bad teams right now. So yes. we will see what happens. Um, I don't I don't really know exactly how far they're going to go. They're third in the West, though, right now. So that's, I mean, that's good. But they've had an easier schedule. So there's that. So um, Let's play the game. Let's do this right now. We're going to play the game. What's the game? The game is... Rockets or, where I'm going to say Rockets or this team, and you tell me who you would take. All right. We're talking the West. Go ahead. Because we can do this real quick. Rockets or Warriors, obvious. Rockets. Rockets or Pelicans? Rockets. Okay, let's skip to the playoffs. (laughs) Well, teams that will contend for the playoffs. Rockets or Spurs? Oh, I don't know. How are we doing with the Spurs right now? They're five and five. They're five and five. Yeah, I, I, I lean Rockets. I'm gonna lean Rockets with that. I mean, De- Demar Derozan doesn't scare me. No, agreed. Rockets or Timberwolves? 
I'll go Rockets. Okay, yeah, yeah. Rockets or Suns? Suns right now. Dude, <laughs> almost beat the Lakers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Rockets or Mavericks? Um, I'm still going to go with the Rockets, actually. Okay, so Rockets or Nuggets? Nuggets. Same. Yeah. Rockets or Clippers? Clips. Come on. Rockets or Jazz? Rockets. I take the Jazz. Would you? I do. Mm. I think they're a much better defensive team. They will hold teams under 125 points. I don't know, man. I think James Harden would be too much for them in the playoffs, barring anything. And I, they're going to be a team that's going to they'll they'll they're going to pack out on somebody from the buyout market or something. I mean, I, I don't think their roster is completely set yet. They're gonna they're gonna make some sort of move. I think Clint Capella could be moved this season. To be completely honest with you, last one: Rockets or Lakers? Uh, Lakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have them as what? Maybe in that case, the fourth or fifth best team in the West. Yeah, I, I. I'd say I'd go with fifth. Okay. I, I, I'm around there myself because <clears throat> I still think Denver, Utah, L.A., and the L.A. teams are better. So Yeah. But, you know, that's, I guess, neither here nor there because you can play them in seven games, but they're going to give up 130 points every game. Every game. Can you imagine if it's like the one versus fours, like the Lakers and the Rockets in the conference quarterfinals? I mean, the conference semis. Oof. God. Yeah. That'll be like a mauling. We're going to have P.J. Tucker and Clint Capella guard LeBron and Anthony Davis. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's fair. <laughs> That'll work. <laughs> yeah. Please please do that. Yeah. Please. We beg you. We'll see how that is. And Sean, would it be a year of NBA basketball if we didn't have a dysfunctional New York Knicks story? What, what do you got today, Tim? So, we talked last week about David Fisdale and saying we need to end this load management crap. Yeah. When, silly me, I think I'd rather see all those players we just talked about, the Westbrooks, Hardens, Davises, LeBrons, Kawhis, Paul Georges, I think I'd rather see them in the playoffs than on a Wednesday night in Atlanta. Crazy for me, I know. Um, But then there's the Knicks, who... Man, after a destruction against the Cleveland Cavaliers, reports come out that there was a meeting between executives. They are already laying down the groundwork to fire David Fisdale. David Fisdale comes out and talks about how he doesn't like where they're at right now. And mind you, they do have two wins this year, the Bulls and the Mavericks. But then they go and play the Bulls and give Kobe White his first career day. As yes. Kobe White dropped seven threes on them, and it was beautiful. Loved every minute of it. Oh, 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 this story is not over yet. The two guys that the New York Knicks have targeted for the situation that if slash when they fired David Fisdale, so happened to work for the for ESPN on on weekend basketball games. Who am I talking about? Mr. Mark Jackson, former New York Knick, and his former New York Knicks head coach, Jeff Van Gundy. Both of them. One or the other, apparently, are their, are their big interests. So... If we take them both, do we get more games with, like... Doris? Sh- Doris, Shaquille O'Neal, Snoop, Snoop Dogg, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> Dwight Howard does commentary during the game. 
Yes. <laughs> well, I'm running, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I always love that in like baseball spring training when they ha- like they interview the, they, the center fielders mic'd up, and a guy hits a ball and he's like, "I'm not going after that one." It's like spring <laughs> training. <laughs> yeah, I think um, uh, the Knicks are always going to be dysfunctional as long as James Dolan is pretending that he cares about basketball as much as he cares about his stupid band. <laughs> but I mean. <sighs> You know, we knew they were bad. I mean, there's there was nothing, no doubt about it. Yeah. But they've ruined Dennis Smith Jr., basically. Yep. They, you know, like we said, they're, they're running R.J. Barrett into the ground. Um, though he's playing well. 16-6, and six, 4 assists, 41% from the field. But... <sighs> this is this is like the real-life Major League team. <laughs> Two Major League references in one podcast. Two, yeah. One basketball podcast. Yeah, and, and Bobby Portis is 100% Wesley Snipes. He's <laughs> Willie Mays Hayes? He is Willie Mays Hayes. <laughs> like, he's he's the only one I feel like who's, like, really taken everything just, like, really seriously. Like, this is my last shot, you know? <laughs> you know? But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do with the Knicks. I don't know what the NBA is going to do. I don't... I, everything about them sucks. I, I, I just... I'm just sad about this franchise. I'm sad. At what point do you I, step I, I, in? I I want them to be good enough to hate the right way again. Agreed. Agreed. I want Spike Lee talking shit to NBA players like he could beat them in a fight. Yeah, he but, couldn't. No, but it's it's just sad. It's been so sad lately. I feel just it, lately. I, fuck, dude. Since like what 2012. It's been especially sad lately when you give up Porzingis for nothing. Yeah. 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 And it's so funny because we know what this all traces back to. And it's so sad how true it still is. If they just let it go to the offseason, when Carmelo Anthony becomes a free agent, they keep all those dudes and sign Melo. Yeah. They're they're really freaking good. Yeah. And since then, since that 2012 year where they miraculously made the playoffs, where him and Amari Stoudemire were awesome, it's been the same story. It's clockwork. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, oh, cool. The Knicks, they had three wins, and oh, they suck. This is the Knicks. This is, what, this, is what, this is what you sign up for if you're a Knicks fan. This is literally what you sign up for. It's, yeah. And, you know, we've had a pretty tortured 20 years for the Bulls. Don't get me wrong. But not like this, you know. I mean, I know the Knicks have made the finals in the last twenty years, but barely. <laughs> barely, yeah. I mean, they haven't won any titles or anything. That's the, that's no. what it's all about. So, but <clears throat> but the Raptors have. So you know that's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know where the Knicks go. I don't. Uh, I think I believe that Fizdale will likely be the first coach fired this season. Can we just go ahead and say that like? He's not a good coach. That literally, if he doesn't have the take that for data press conference, does anyone give a shit about him? No, no. He's he's probably a decent assistant, um, yeah. but you know, as a, as a head coach, his record hasn't been that great. So, I mean, you look at you know what which Coach Bud has done for the Bucks. I mean, he was a good coach. He is down in Atlanta. You know, yeah. it's like you know. I mean, you look at you look at that. And, uh, you know, he, and he, I think for a lot of years, he was kind of not really seen as a, 
you know, a great coach, but he really is a decent coach. Like Fisdale coached that series with, with, with Memphis, you know, and was he that great? No. I mean, his best role was basically when he was the defensive coordinator for the Miami Heat. Yeah. <clears throat> that was it. Well, maybe that's what he should go back to doing. Yeah, I'm sure Spolcher would love to have him back. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't know, man. It's just, look, we know how bad franchises run when you wrote your, for your hometown team. We know this very well from where we're from. But this is like a major market. It's, you know, we talk all the time when we're not doing this about when the Garden was eaten and how great of a 30 for 30 that is, talking about like the two years the Knicks were awesome. That's the other thing, too. The Knicks have a shitty history. It's not like they were, like, awesome and they were, like, a dynasty and they had this great decade. It's like, okay, other than, like, the Walt Clyde Frazier three or four years where they're great, other than, like, Bernard King and Patrick Ewing, are we sure that the Knicks have a franchise worth talking about? No, they're just the basketball mecca. Yeah. That's it. That's it's it. like, it's like, it's kind of like Rep Arena, you know? It's like... You know, everybody talks about how that's like a basketball mecca, but it's kind of a crappy arena attached to a mall with no tenants. Yeah. I heard that arena uh, belongs to Evansville now after this week. Did yeah, you hear this? I did. I did hear about that. Yeah. I heard, yeah. heard about that a little bit. Yeah. yeah. They have to Shout out it- Walter McCarty. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You got to stick it, man. Love it. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. God, it was awesome. Excellent singer, by the way, as well. Yeah. Yeah. Former Boston Celtic? Former Boston Celtic, yeah. How about that? Yeah. Man. But anyway, the Knicks are a dumpster fire. Always have and always will be. <laughs> We're going to hire Mark Jackson, and it's still going to be a dumpster fire because James Dolan still runs the team. No free agents want to play for the Knicks anymore. Kids, you know, Kevin Kevin Durant talked about it. It's like, people my age don't remember the Knicks being cool. People our age don't remember the Knicks being cool. Yeah. Like, yeah, we, it's like cool. You guys were decent in the '90s. Decent, but you know, made it to the NBA Finals once during an off year. Was it once or twice? Uh, did they play the first year of the Rockets? Actually, wait. They ended up. They did they? Yeah, make it? they played the yeah. Rockets in '94. '94. '94. Yeah, because I know that. the OJ Chase Chase was the thing. Yeah, that's the year I was remembering. And then '99, they played the Spurs. '99 in Duncan's first championship. That's right. That's right. So, so they had two shots at it. And was Ewing still on the team in '99? He was hurt. He was. He, he got hurt. That's what happened. He played in the finals, but yeah, he was hurt for a lot of the year. Yeah, yeah. Like Charlie Ward was their point guard. Yeah. Heisman Trophy winner Charlie Ward. Yeah, he was a great player. Yeah, liked him. Yeah. Also, can't believe in 2K when did their multi-dimensional pack. Charlie Ward did not get a license to be in there. Well, you know. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. We don't have time for the 2K talk. Nah. Yeah. Oh, man. So, we touched on the four topics I wanted to get through real quick. Just have a show up for the weekend. Hope everyone has a great weekend. Um, my last thing I want to run into before we get out of here... I was going to discuss, I want to bring up real quick, do we think the Boston Celtics are going to do this all year? Um, yeah, they're going to be annoying. They'll be good sometimes, and they'll be terrible sometimes. Yeah, because they've been very good so far. Well, Hayward is gone for a while. Yes. So we, we're, we're missing him for how many months? How many weeks? Uh, the weeks and months. I think it said three or four months. Three or four months. That's a long time, man. Yeah. And he was playing really well. Uh, Kimba Walker, obviously, is going to have to 
to step up even more. Jason Tatum. Um, Can't shoot one of 18 and win every night. Yeah. Uh, I'm really not worried about the Celtics. I think they're going to be. I think they're going to be fine, even without Hayward. They've got a lot of. They've got a lot of young players that want to get out there and improve something. I'm hoping Jalen Brown. He's played really well so far. Yeah, he has. I'm. 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 I'm hoping that he continues doing what he's doing because. We all said he was overpaid. He's. He's still overpaid. There's. He's. No he's still overpaid. So yeah, exactly. Like. You know, I don't. Let me just kind of load this up here because I'm. Um. I don't know. I'm looking at their schedule right now. What do we got coming up next? So, currently, as we're recording, they're playing the Wizards. That tells you we recorded on Wednesday, folks. Friday, they're at Golden State. Probably a win. Friday, Sunday, they're at Sacramento. Probably a win. They go to the Clippers. I mean, they go to the Suns. They go to the Clippers. They go to the Nuggets. So, they're on their West Coast road trip. They come home for the Kings, and oh, Wednesday, November 27th, Sean. Two days before your birthday, one day before Thanksgiving. <laughs> Very specific. <laughs> Brooklyn comes to town. Oh, yeah, that's going to be fun. That is going to be... I will be around a television that evening, for but, sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you look at the stats. I mean, I mean, they're 8-1, and one, which is huge right now. I mean, the, I think they're going to continue this. Obviously, I think they're, they're very well-coached. I yeah. think, you know, we thought that they kind of had an off year last year because last year we were just like, they're going to make it to the NBA Finals. There's no doubt in our minds, and they didn't. And, um, you know, they've got a lot of good pieces right now. Jason Especially Tatum, how they bounced back after the season opener when they got smacked by the Sixers. Yes, yes. And losing your first game, um, getting smacked in the first game, I, I feel like would be super deflating. But to be able, and the Lakers did the exact same thing. Um, mm-hmm. They were able to kind of come back from, and obviously they've lost again they since smacked. then. They so. lost by like ten. I know, I know, but I mean, when you, when it's your first game of the season, and you know you don't have Paul George on the other end of that team, which they're supposed to, and you still get beat, it's it just doesn't look very good. And it's kind of, I, I feel like as a team, I'd be a little bit deflated by that. But bouncing back from a from a from a smacking, they're they're playing very well. They're playing very well, and uh, but. Uh, I don't know, Gordon Hayward's absence, it's going to catch up to him a little bit. I think so, too. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, so I think we can go ahead and wrap up with that. Um, like we said, we're figuring out what the hell's going to happen next week with me being out of town. Um, but we'll have something going. We'll let you guys know what's going on on our Twitter account, our social medias. Thank you for all the new subscribers on Facebook. Um, that was a shock to all of us when we woke up one morning and had like 65 new people that liked our pages. So we're going to make more of an effort with that. Um, if you do like us, you know, tell your friends about us, let, let your people know how much we are working and how much effort we're putting in. Sean and I are covering a lot of college basketball games. Um, so we're getting some articles up on that as well. And I have a really, really cool story that I'm writing right now in the, in the pipeline that you guys are really going to love. So with that being said, thank you all for tuning in to 48 Minutes this Friday. We hope to be returning to Wednesday next week, but we will see how things go. Um, on behalf of Sean, thank you all. Five-star reviews. Tell all your friends. We're not talking about taking back Sunday with that. Have a good night.